brain fog, doubt, decision fatigue, a lack of clarity. If this sounds like you, you may be experiencing synaptic debris, cognitive overwhelm, overstimulation in the nervous system. These are side effects of a brain that is consuming more information than it can process. And this, my friends, is a very unique problem to this specific timeline. We are experiencing contact with such a unfathomable scope of data and information that if a pilgrim lived in our world for a day, their entire prefrontal cortex would short circuit and burn out to a crisp. And I say that as if that's not already happening to us. <laughs> When we're on social media, we experience a surge of neuronal activity as information is passed through the senses into our cognitive computer, and that information is chopped up, dissected, broken down, filtered, and sorted, putting it where it's supposed to be. Now... This process of synaptic activity is physiological, right? Psychology has taken over the world in such a way that we've forgotten that we have a body and that psychological manifestations have their root in biological processes. When we process information, there is an expenditure of energy as new neural pathways are formed. We chop, trim, and get rid of old neural pathways, little dendrites and axons, molecular leftovers, broken down proteins, and spent cell membranes. This is synaptic debris, literal debris, stuff in your brain that stops it from working so good. And on today's episode of This Might Be Helpful, which is the podcast that I do, Cameron, myself, me, we often talk about information. My last podcast, when I was just a little, a young little man, was called Age of Information. Because I was like, what else could possibly sum up where we are, where we live, what's going on, other than, yeah, this is the age of information. And this age of information is resulting in a significant amount of synaptic debris. The molecular leftovers of processing information. And usually this balance 
would work itself out because information comes in and then integration occurs as that information is put where it needs to be, integrated into the body to be used by the computer, used by the body, used by the person who is consuming that information. But when we don't have time to integrate, to apply the information we've accumulated, can you guess what happens? I'll give you a hint. Overwhelm. Brain fog. Doubt. A lack of clarity. Decision fatigue. Sluggishness. In the brain and in the body. Disrupted mental clarity because... Rather than our brains having an opportunity to say, yes, that is valuable information, I will use that. It doesn't get a chance to use the information. It just gets more. And when consumption outpaces application, when information outpaces integration, we lose ourselves. We lose ourselves, our path, we lose our intention, our direction, we lose the trust in ourselves, in our path, in our process, because we're too busy seeing everybody else's. And yes, there might be some irony here. I am a, a content creator, you know? I want people to see what I create. I want them to find it valuable. I want people to resonate with it. And then I want them to get off social media. <laughs> Not saying... I should be the last thing you watch and then you get off social media. But using a platform to encourage people to get off the platform can be a tricky game because platforms don't want you to do that generally. Generally, Instagram is not pleased if I tell people to get it off Instagram. I mean, even like putting a link in your story, engagement plummets, plummets. I will sometimes have 50,000 views on a story, but you can bet your bottom dollar that if I put a little link on that story to anything, 4,000 people, 5,000 people. Is it because that story was inherently less engaging, less valuable, less interesting? Maybe that's a possibility. It really is a possibility because I do tend to overthink the, uh, the marketing side of things. Maybe actually I underthink it. Well, I'm going to stop this train of thought right now because that's not what I was on here to talk about.
<laughs> but here we go. It actually is what I'm talking about. When I am marketing or trying to market, trying to promote something that I've made, worked on, built something that I'm proud of, instead of reading a book, a distilled collection of real knowledge that I can then go and apply, I'll go hunt around for inspiration and information. And those are sometimes the same thing, but they're also two distinctly different mediums. Information is a neutral source of data that you can then infer emotion from. Inspiration is more of a feeling that says, ah, oh, okay, I can do this. That lights me up. That excites me. Right? And so when I am excited and when I'm inspired, when I'm passionate, I can, mm, I can market. I can. But if I have instead procrastinated a little bit, gone on to Instagram to see what other people have done, how other people have said it, how they've been able to create conversions, and then I don't actually take that information and apply it to my, into my own process, then doubt creeps in. Then insecurity, fear, maybe. What if this doesn't work? What if they don't like it? What if I'm coming across too salesy? What the hell am I even doing? Right? And so the answer in that circumstance is not more information. It is not going out to gather more information to compare myself to. It's to get off social media. Less screen, more green. Less information, more implementation. Less consumption, more creation. Repeat the process. Repeat after me. I create. I innovate. I recalibrate. I create. I innovate. I recalibrate. I iterate. This is a process of iteration. Life is a process of iteration. But if you are too stuck in the information, you're not giving yourself a chance to iterate. You will not find or discover or feel the progress that comes from trying it out. Mm, and it's a momentum game for sure. You know, I've, I've been out of the short form media game for a little while now because I'm a dad. <laughs> because life gets real sometimes in really big ways. And it's not like I'm, you know, writing a book once a year and I... Um, you know, disappearing into the wilderness of solitude and then coming out with this creation. The short form media landscape is so rapid. There is such amnesia that if you are not creating consistently all the time, then you 
fall behind. I'm using air quotes for the word behind because that implies there is some place to be, some destination, some race, and I'm not racing against anyone, which is why I have not beat myself up about uh, not creating much lately. <laughs> I created life. I mean, I had a role to play in creating the life. Really, it was Brooke that did the the bulk of the creating here. Let's be honest. But these things require attention. And when circumstances change and your attention is needed, demanded, required in different ways, then you have to return to a place of uh, patience in order to recalibrate and determine how you want to do things next. You know, my voice has changed. My life has changed so fundamentally. And change disrupts things. And it can take time to figure out who you are now, and what your purpose is in this unique stage of life. You know, what I create, I don't want it to just be information. You know, I have much less interest in facts and more interest in how can you use this? How can you find a resonance in your words? How can you find a resonance in my words that inspires you, that encourages you internally to move towards what is right for you? Ah, oh, tell you, folks, like, you have the answers if you would just allow your brain the space to clear out the synaptic debris that is the side effect of being alive in a digital age. If you were to put pen to paper, you would find on that page all the answers you need, all the answers that are already there. But when we don't know something straight away, and we don't know how to act on something. When we don't know what the next few steps are, and we find ourselves in that liminal space between action and non-action, it's very easy for the brain to say, well, I know where there's a whole bunch of information that might be helpful. If you just go over to that phone and open up one of these many apps, I'm sure you'd come across something that could be helpful. Boom. Now dopamine's involved. The novelty, the unknown, the possibility of stumbling across something that could change the game, or at least make you feel better. And then dopamine gets involved, and then you open the phone, and dopamine has now got what it wanted. It got you to move towards something in the external, but we're not moving anything in the internal. I don't want to create how-to manuals or step-by-step -step 
processes for figuring things out. I want to resonate with you. I want you to feel these words and where they reside in yourself. This is not about me. These words are something to connect to what is already in you, and then you can connect to that intrinsic motivation, intrinsic desire, and intrinsic internal mechanism that is already trying to point out to you what is for you. Because the truth is that the more social media you consume, the more information you process, the quieter that voice of intuition is. It's overshadowed, overwhelmed, drowned out by the noise of a world that is always speaking. But what do you have to say? You've heard what I have to say. So what do you have to say? And have you given yourself the space to even listen? I bet if you did, you'd find uh, that there's so much within you, so much trying to move through you, speak through you, create through you. And that it's not about how anybody else is doing it. It's about figuring out how you want to do it. And then doing that until it changes. And it's time to do things a different way. And then having the willingness to break free from the mold you create through your own expression, through your own creation, through your own freedom and being willing to do things differently again. Because labels, definitions, titles can hold you for a while and they can create the space for a certain character to emerge, someone that you need to be right now, but they will never define you fully because you are a dynamic, fluid creature and you owe it to yourself to allow that evolution to occur. But you will be denying yourself that evolution, that connection to intuition and instinct if you don't allow that synaptic debris to be cleared out. And maybe I'll finish on some actual tangible mechanisms for clearing that synaptic debris out. Numero uno, movement, heat, tapas the fire, any kind of heat in the body to literally burn away that synaptic debris to reduce its density, turn it into something viscous and fluid so that it can be metabolized and excreted by the brain. Glymphatic drainage. Walking. Silence. Meditation, breath, writing, creating, any behavior, activity, engagement, process that 
engages mind-body, that engages your creative potential and unfathomable capacity for making beautiful things. And you do it for you. You do it for you. And the more you make it for you, the more we're going to love it. Don't make it for us. Do it for you. Don't explain it either. Just do it. We'll catch up. If you'd like to catch up with me, you can find me in the TMBH community every week. It's a vibe. It's a tribe. It's seriously a tribe. I fucking love it. I really love it. It's so special. See people showing up every week to close their eyes and meditate or to journal together. That's so special. <laughs> to, to have a group of people from all walks of life around the world that come together at the same time to journal. It makes me want to cry. I love you guys. I really do. So if you haven't made it into the community yet and you would like to participate, show up, engage, you can just show up and then turn your camera off. There's no expectation. It's a judgment-free space. You can just watch and know that you are a part of it, that you belong. And when you feel the time has come to express yourself and share your voice, share your insights, add your song to the symphony, then you can unmute yourself and say so. And if you're not even ready to do that, you can watch, listen to the library of previous events we've already had. I think it's almost up to 30 live events in the community, which is really cool. Really cool. Anyway, I love you. Happy frickin' holidays. 2024 is going to be your year. <laughs>